Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. When you're ready. <laughs> Don't do a funny voice first off and I won't start laughing. I did. I just, I did. I just said I miss you, man. What's the issue? There's no issue. Doing? There's no issue. No, I'm glad to see you too. My name's Lonnie. This is Dylan. How are we all doing? Doing fantastic, mate. I'm on bloody Christmas leave, aren't I? Oh, lucky boy. That dates this episode, doesn't it? <laughs> it's okay. Listen any order. Listeners, thanks, for being, thanks for being here. Uh, my name's Lonnie. This is Dylan, I think I just said. We we do the I Miss You Man podcast. Dylan. Yes, we do. Yes. <laughs> I Miss You Man is a fun title, but it means more than that, doesn't it? Well, I think it's pretty self-explanatory. We miss each other, mm. and that's why we do this podcast, Lonnie, so we can take each other on a journey each week that could be about anything. Life, pop culture, everything in between. The journey leader today is me. I'm at the head of the conga line, and you're behind me, and we're going to go do a little dance, and listeners can jump on board as well. How about that? Do a little dance, yeah. Make a little love. <laughs> Get down tonight. Potentially. Is that what we're doing? Potentially. Hello. Okay, Dylan. I'm going to do something to you right now that you might find shocking. It's a, it's a visual... <laughs> thing so i'll need you to explain it in detail so everyone listening along can picture it in their mind's eye okay okay are you ready sure don't don't be alarmed but this is just for the purpose of the podcast okay are you ready still (laughs) sure yeah i'm gonna do it right now okay okay He flipped me the bird, everyone. He, he, he bloody put the finger up at me. And the podcast is over. He's put up to. He's put up to. The game has changed. That's right, Dylan. I just gave you the finger. The rude finger, some might say. The one-fingered salute. The bird, as you just said. Uh, in Latin, we would say digitus impudicus, which is pretty fun. Mm, it's not bad. So that wasn't just for fun, Dylan. Although it was pretty fun. That's our topic today. We're going to look at the finger. All right. All right. Okay, the rude sure. finger. So as you might imagine, I'm, as you've spoke yet, actually, I'm continuing the true crime series. Um, the initial trilogy is long behind us, but it's all there in the back catalogue. Mooning, streaking, poo jogging, defenestration, pranks. It's all there. It's all there. The classics. And we're just adding to it today. Um, so, yeah, please get amongst those those classic true crime episodes looking at the dark underbelly of society. Please do. Dylan, what's, what are your thoughts on the finger? What do you reckon? Oh, it's a bit of fun, isn't it? Like, it's rude. But it's, it's not too rude. Right? It's just a finger when you think about it at the end of the day. But it's what it means. It's a big, big fuck you, isn't it? To authority? To the world? Pretty much. It's um, great. Have you partaken in this activity? Yeah. Who hasn't, really, to be honest? When have you done this? I think I've only done it really in jest. Mm-hmm. It's like mates, maybe to cousins. There's a little bit of a cheeky oh, come yeah, come cousin. It. It's classic cousin territory, isn't it? Take that. Let's do it to you. Right then. <laughs> it is fun, isn't it? I, I don't do it myself personally, Dylan, but when I have done it for, for effect, for a comedic effect like this, I find it's not good because my fingers are way too long. Look at them. 
I, I think it enhances it, to be yeah, honest. I think it feels awkward, to me at least. Maybe it's just my, my view of it over here. Just, when some people do it, they do it like that. Like, mm. they keep the they knuckles. don't extend the middle out. Yeah, yeah, they keep the knuckles next to it. I don't like yeah. that. And That's weird. Do you, would you, obviously, you would be moving the thumb out, or would you be keeping that under as well? You could put the thumb out? Oh, no. Both, I think both are acceptable. Well, yeah. Mm. I think so. Yeah, you've kind of you've touched on a point there. It's the intent. Sometimes it's cheeky. Sometimes it is quite quite aggressive. Um, do you do you know any of the history of it though, Dylan? Of why this this particular gesture is offensive? I don't know why it means what it means. No, you just know it, don't you? Though isn't that weird? It's just in the zeitgeist, isn't it? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's something you're born with, almost. <laughs> Nearly. Yeah. Um, to this one goes back all the way to the Greeks. The ancient Greeks, as the Latin would have suggested. Um, basically, it's a penis, is the idea. <gasps> right? My goodness. Right? It's phallic. phallic. It is phallic. <laughs> the penis is the, is the middle finger, and the knuckles and other fingers are supposed to be the balls, is apparently what we're going for. I never knew. Well... Shouldn't it be upside down then? Like, <laughs> That's a good point. Isn't that better? Yeah. I mean, speak for yourself. Or hanging but... schlong, you know? Yeah. No, it doesn't. It doesn't look quite the same, though, is it? I think it. That's the. It feels better the other way. No, for sure. Um, Wikipedia, our good friends, say that the middle finger gesture was used in ancient times as a symbol of sexual intercourse in a manner meant to degrade, intimidate, and threaten the individual receiving the gesture. So, yeah, fuck you, basically, as you just said. Yeah, yeah. Um, I found a BBC article that said, and it quoted an anthropologist called Desmond Morris, great name for anthropologist. He said, Sure. It's one of the most ancient insult gestures known. The middle finger is the penis, and the curl fingers on either side are the testicles. By doing it, you're offering someone a phallic gesture. It is saying, this is a phallus. Cool. <laughs> that you're offending to people, that you're offering to people, which is a very primeval display. So yeah, I, I would, I mean, it makes sense once you think about it, I guess, but I just thought it was a fuck you symbol rather than a, hey, here's a penis symbol. Yeah, so I guess the correct way is thumb in, I guess, if that's what it's meant to be. I mean, historically, in the traditional... Greek, I guess. <laughs> now, there are various examples of it, of plays and writing in the ancient world. So it, it kind of, it was definitely the thing back then. Um, sort of, they reckon it got to the US in the 1890s. So in between then, obviously, the symbol is stuck around in Europe and then it's transferred around. They reckon the Italians brought it over when they came to America. So it's cool. Sure. Yeah, um, I should say that it's offensive to us here in, in the, the Western world um, because we've got the context around it. Other cultures have different gestures, which we'll get to in a moment. Um, but with Western culture being so prevalent through you know the media and whatever, I would think most people around the world would know the finger is something rude boys do, um, even if it's not in their culture, you know? But, mm. but kind of just the monoculture and all that sort of stuff now. Um, for example, I read a state article that said in Afghanistan, Iran, and a few other countries in that part of the world, it's the thumb rather than the, the middle finger that represents the phallus. So doing a thumbs up, which is a kind of a positive thing <laughs> in our culture, that's potentially offensive in that culture. So there you go. Wow. Mm. They've actually they, they've, they pinpointed the first documented appearance of the finger in the US, Okay. And it's a okay. classic example of someone doing it in a team photo. Or, you know, someone's always doing that, aren't they, in team photos or a skill picture. It's one of the best examples, I reckon, of the finger going, going around. Okay. Yeah. So it was a guy called Old Hoss Radburn, who was a baseball pitcher for the Boston Bean Eaters. Oh, <laughs> what a great name that is. It's a great name. Um, and he gave it to the, to the Giants in the team photo, apparently. Um, and then in the 20th century up until now, you can see the finger in all sorts of places 
it's in politics, you know, politicians giving it to each other, um, it's in pop culture, it's in movies, TV shows, it's just out and about in the world. We probably haven't gone a week in our lives without seeing a bird flipped at some point, hey? Really? That's true. That's true. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's funny, you said flipping a bird, which is not, not a term I would have really used that often myself. I would have just said given the finger or the rude finger. But flipping the bird is a obviously a term that we use in this scenario. Yes. I was looking into why, Dylan, and no one really knows. Isn't that sad? Flipping the bird. Mm. Yeah. The idea is that, apparently, no one knows for sure, but in the UK, um, people taunting or showing displeasure in crowds used to, like, hiss like geese, which... <laughs> Sure, or like, or hoot and holler like owls, um, and apparently okay. happened in, the, in here down under as well. So oh, no. maybe giving the finger was like giving a silent hiss bird noise. So it's like that is kind of flipping the bird. I don't know. It feels fun to say. I know that for sure. Mm. And you don't really flip anything, but I guess you flip your finger up. Is that the idea? You reckon? I guess it's like taken off, taken flight, away yeah. from the rest. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the only way I can justify it. <laughs> now, my next heading here is, why is the finger so rude? So, it's a few reasons that I think we've sort of got out, and we've pretty much nailed it already, let's face it. But, I mean, we can agree that penises are bad, and no one likes to see them. Oh. I guess. Speak for yourself, mate. And me. But I'm sure there's someone out there that finds a penis appealing. I mean, someone showing their penis, their finger to be penis like, I mean, you know, that's not inherently bad, I guess. So to why, why do you think people find it so offensive? If you were walking down the street and someone gave the finger, would you be offended? Or would you think just like that's weird? I mean, I guess I would be offended because I would be like, what's their problem with me? What have I done wrong to you? Just the just the audacity to pull it out at someone. Just from historical context, constant historical context over the years. Yeah. Just so knowing I, that it's a bad thing. I, I think in that sense, it's kind of, it's rude because we all agree that it's rude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, article from Complex website, which I'll link below in the show notes, said, a raised middle finger reflects something detestable. And shows whoever committed the offence just how awful we think it is. A symbol of protest and defiance. Whether over sports, politics or family feuds, it's clear that a single finger can be worth so much more than two words. One thing I'll say though, is that the finger is usually accompanied by words, isn't it? Yeah, like go fuck yourself or fuck Basically, home, often. And not even even if a person can't hear what you're gonna you're saying that you're in a crowd or something, but still, you know, yeah. But pretty much what you nailed before, I think, is totally true, Dylan. The fact that, like, a lot of the time when I see the finger these days, it's kind of more cheeky than defensive. Mm. Um, you know, you know, sometimes you're being a bit sassy to somebody, they'll give you the finger back, which I think maybe is what you're getting at with your cousins. You know, it's just a fun mm. little thing. Um, I think almost maybe now it's getting to the point where it's like a bit cringy or a bit corny to actually do it like genuinely to a someone. Like if you see, yeah, like when Donald Trump was doing something and someone would walk past and give him the finger, it's like, is that the best material we got here? We got something else we can do to show our displeasure with this dude, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I hear, I hear you. Yeah. Now, there, there are a few ways to do it, right? I'm going to go through a few of them. And then I'm going to go through a few famous examples. Um, you better have one on there. We'll see. We'll talk about it. We'll okay. see we'll it. Um, I think probably that the, the most prevalent these days, and I think in some ways the most pure, and the classic example given the finger scenario where you would do it, you're driving along, somebody cuts you off or does something stupid in the car, you're driving past them, you give them the finger. I think that one... That's top-notch giving the finger, isn't it? I agree, because you can use it in place of a horn, a honk. Yeah. Because a yeah. honk can... It's, it's too much, to be honest. 
That's too much just to let someone know that you're annoyed with them. But the finger, it's perfect. Yeah. They get it. They know. It's and done. you're not disrupting everyone else with your horn. Yeah, no, Beautiful. true. No, true. I think another good example is the one where somebody gives you the finger and then just starts scratching their nose. And that they oh, pretend they were doing that the whole time. What do you reckon? The classic, the classic little, oh, I'm not actually giving you the finger. Or am I? Yeah. Yeah, that one's good. Um, the I'm not sure I can do it correctly. I think it's a, it's a Jim Carrey sort of move is when you start cranking it out as well. Yeah, That's good stuff, isn't yeah. it? You like that one? That's a classic, mate. That's <laughs> a classic. What about the blow-up? Have you got that there? Oh, that, that's not on my list, but please, please go. Describe it for us. Where you blow into your thumb like a balloon. Yeah. It's a bit of a sign-on action, this one. There you go. <laughs> there it is. I like that yeah, one. You got him good with that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's the one that is in School of Rock if you recall, where you hold up three fingers and say, read between the lines. <laughs> That's a good one. That one is good. good one. That one is good. Um, now, some examples from, from culture, from pop culture and also society. Um, Life, everything in between. Yeah, yeah, you, you could say. Um, on Wikipedia, there's so many examples of American politicians giving it to each other. It's so many. Come on, guys. <laughs> I know. I um, and then there was some, you know, Famously giving it to politicians, um, like Trump, for example. So that was cool, and, that, and that's where um, George Bush gave it when, when he became governor. This is the, the younger George Bush, and he called it the one finger victory salute, which is pretty funny. <laughs> um, there's a very famous photograph of Johnny Cash giving the finger. Have you, do you know this picture? I probably remember it if you saw it. Possibly, yeah. yeah. I'd probably remember it if I saw it. Um, have a look, maybe, if you want. If you looked up Johnny Cash finger, you'd, you'd be there. First result. I would expect so. <laughs> Give it a go. Alright, let's have a look. So, what's happening in the photo, mate? He's giving the finger, basically. Oh, he's yeah, and he's unhappy. He's all into that. Yeah, finger, it's it's, it's yeah. a very intense fingering. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Making me uncomfortable. I'm gonna have to click X on that page. So. The story behind that, I didn't know until today. Well, I knew the photo, but I didn't know the story. He was doing all these prison concerts, I think it was San Quentin, and the photographer asked him to do a photo for the warden. That's what he, that's what he thought of the warden. There you go. Jesus. Yeah. Very good. Lots of examples historically of celebrities giving the paparazzi the finger. And, sure. you know, I'm not going to list them all. But it's kind of fun. I, I think... In some ways, giving paparazzi what they want, but also they, paparazzi is so, um, especially in the US, just awful people. So I can see when celebrities get enough of them, you know, get sick of them. So Yeah, it's a justified middle finger. Yeah, for sure. But then they can sell a picture for more and stuff, goes on TMZ and things like that. <laughs> this might be what, I, what you were talking about, Dylan. Famously, Stone Cold Steve Austin yes, is known for giving the yes. finger. He's a bad boy, I'm guessing. I don't know much about Mr. Austin, but sounds oh, like yeah, he is. Mate, mate. He's the baddest of the bad asses. Takes no shit from anybody. He's the Texas rattlesnake. He will strike anyone and anything at a moment's notice with a stunner, usually preceded by two middle fingers. Really? Mate, now, absolutely. That is, that's pretty intense, actually, now I think about it. One of the greatest of all time. Yeah? You like him? Yeah, oh, mate. Everyone who loves wrestling loves Stone Cold. Is, is he is he more of a heel than a face, or what's the story? <laughs> I mean, he is a heel, mm. but because it was the '90s Attitude Era, ah, and okay, it was cool to be a bad boy, mate. He, yeah. he was technically a face, really. I see what you mean. Yeah, that's cool. He was he was a heel that went against other heels. Oh, okay, the heel you have to love. Yeah, anti-hero more than yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, again, pop culture, like movies and TVs and stuff, there are so many examples of this, and we could be here all night doing it. And we will. <laughs> Imagine that. I'm just listing every single example. Go on. I'm on holidays, mate. I, it's, it's you. That's a supper. I picked through the best. Um, our boy Mini-Me in Austin Powers does it a few times. Hello. To Scott, Hello. I believe. Um, R.I.P. Neo does it 
to Agent Smith in the Matrix when he's being interrogated. Um, I wouldn't know. He, you have to watch. You have to watch number four at least because that's in the Christina Chronicles eventually. I'm going to watch number four and not any of the other ones. Why is this the one you picked not to watch? This series. You love everything else, pop culture and nerdy shit. I don't get what do you. you. Mean? I don't get you. It's a few series. It's a few series I haven't gotten into. You know. Don't know about I'm this. sure. What? Well, when you watch it, you'll see there's a finger scene, and you'll be like, "Yeah, I know." When he told me in number four. No, in the first one. I'm not watching the first <sighs> one. God. It's good though. Best one. If anything. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The last example I got here from pop culture. It's probably one of the best ones. Mr. Wolverine doing it with his claw in X-Men. It's fun. Pretty fun, it's right? very fun, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's good stuff. It's great. Love it. Now, we've been saying it's more cheeky than offensive. Yeah, that's all contextual. I'm wondering, though, Dylan, can you be arrested for giving the finger? I'm going to say yes. You can be, and some people have been in, in history. No, good. Uh, one story in particular I, I came across was about a guy, Matt Iser, who, um, well, I'll give you the headline from Daily Mail, okay, because they're very good at the headlines. They don't they don't draw you in. They just give you all the information straight up. <laughs> okay, yeah. The Daily Mail said, man is fined $400 for giving cops a finger, swearing at an officer and calling him a very rude name after being stopped in public. It was worth 400 bucks in Manizer, this finger. Mm. Um, Interesting. And I think the idea was that he was walking along and the police drove past and he gave him the finger and <laughs> called him C-words. Just not on, but... No, it, it no. Also, it also kind of seems weird. We've got profanity rules here in laws here in Queensland, which kind of seems un-Australian in some ways to me. Like, you know, in some ways we pride ourselves on being, like, you know, anti-authority and... We swear and we just sort of get on with it and everyone's equal. But then you can be, you know, apparently up in some cases you can go to jail for giving the finger or being offensive in public. I don't want, I'm not saying we should be offensive in public. I'm just like, what are, what are the rules here? You know, what, what's our society's view of itself versus what the laws you have in the books, you know? It's a lot of interesting questions you're posing. Yeah. And I think you should experiment to find what the line is, okay. Go out tonight, <laughs> go find a police officer, mm. start off with just a finger, don't say anything. Okay. See how far that gets you. Mm. Then move up the next level. Finger, say, hey, you. <laughs> That's still okay. Finger, hey, you. C word. See where you go. I think that's pushing over the line. And I think that's the thing. It's not really the finger by itself. It's whatever else you're doing around the finger is probably the most offensive part. But it is the icing on top of the cake, isn't it? The cherry, if you will. <laughs> it could be the very little cherry on top, that's right. Mm -hmm. There is, though, the argument that maybe giving the finger is like political speech, so you could be, you know, protected in that sense, but mm. it depends on the context, obviously. Okay, giving it to the... We don't have... Um... You know, our freedom of speech here, do we? Well, we've got the, the, I think we've got the implied right of political communication in Australia, but no Bill of Rights, for example, so, yeah. <laughs> When's that happening? Dylan, I think what happened is you were on that, that train, you were on the track to be giving that to us, but then someone derailed your legal studies career, didn't they? So... It <laughs> <laughs> was worth it. I got a good score on Google Pack, man. I, I take full responsibility. <laughs> it's fine. You did what you had to do. I did. I saw the competition, took him out. That's what I've learned every day since. <laughs> good on you. That's the finger. And in terms of gestures, like I know this is a this is a bit of a um Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're, you're okay. Hey, you'll think of the word. It's what okay. happened? I saw myself on our little screen and I saw in the corner of yeah. my screen, of my little bit, there was someone moving in the background. I was like, what the fuck's going on? But actually, it's just the edge of you outside of me. <laughs> I was like, there's a ghost there, but I've got to keep going with the podcast, haven't I? 
It's just your arm. That's all good. Okay. Everybody calm down. You're all right. You're okay. okay. Sorry. You're all right. We're You're safe. Okay. We're all safe. We're all good. We're all good, everybody. Yeah. This might be my um, westernized Australian male perspective. I think the rude finger, flipping the bird, that's the king of the gesture world, isn't it? It's on top, surely. All gestures or rude gestures? Of the rude ones, for sure. Yeah, right. Because if it's all gestures, the thumbs up tops that you know, iconic quality. You reckon? Yeah. Well, why don't we go through some other gestures and see how we fall on them, okay? Well, okay. I've got a list here. It's not definitive, of course, but it's, it's kind of the main ones, all right? Some interesting ones, at least. You just did mm. one, a little one, Dylan. I'm going to describe right. it as given the forks. Is that what it's called? Well, it can be. What would you call it? Uh, the apia, I guess. <laughs> so it's it's like the victory, the victory reversed. Two fingers. The peace sign. Well, the peace sign, yeah. Um, that anthropologist from before, he called it the double phallus. So that's cool. Um, you gotta, you gotta, you have a shoving motion behind it too. Yeah, that one. Absolutely, up yours. So it's your index yeah, finger and your middle up, finger yeah. up yours. Um, and it pretty much means the same thing as the finger. And it, it's a bit more British thing and an Australian thing, I think. Mm. You know. Um, now there's 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 some debate about how it started. I'm gonna quote from the BBC. This is the story I was told by my by you know. Even my family told me this is what happened, and I just thought it was true, but apparently it's contested, Dylan. So, scholars and historians continue to debate its origins, but according to legend, it was first displayed at the Battle of um, Agincourt. Agincourt? I trust you. Okay. should check that. No, you're fine. I put it in without knowing I have to say it, but then I realised I have to say you're it. You're fine. You can do it. In 1415. Although this is widely regarded as mythology. So didn't really happen that I reckon, but it's a good story. Story goes that English soldiers waved their fingers at French soldiers who had threatened to cut off captured archers' first two fingers to prevent them shooting arrows. So the English were thus boasting they were still capable of doing the arrows. Um, so, right. yeah. And it's just sort of yeah. filtered through. It kind of feel like maybe that was something that's that that's been retroactively put into that story of the the archers, but you know, the fun story at least. Yeah. Now that complex website that I mentioned before, um, it mentions that in Elizabethan times, it wasn't the finger that was the problem, but it was the thumb. So they said, thumb biting in Romeo and Juliet, veritably launches the star-crossed lovers' tragedy. In the play's first act and scene, Samson of House Capulet notices a couple of no-good Montagues walking around and bites his thumb at them as a sign of disrespect. So I think it's like, oh, you know, the noise ones. So he's biting his thumb and it goes out. I think that's what happens. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. It's pretty yeah. grotesque, isn't it? It is pretty grotesque. In Elizabethan times, putting the tip of one's thumb behind their top front teeth and flicking it out was tantamount to the middle finger. And at least in the case of Romeo and Juliet, was as good as spouting some serious fighting words. There you go. You like that one? Go. I don't like it that much. Oh, it's too much effort. <laughs> Getting the mouth involved is a bit much, isn't it? 
That's a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now the rest of these I found on Wikipedia, so you can you can definitely look them up there as well. Sure. I'm just saying that because there'd be too many to note for the show notes, and I, I get in trouble sometimes because I've got too many notes to include there. And they say you've got too many characters. And I say I've got, to, I've got to cut something. Yeah. You love Wikipedia. Hello. You don't shut up for being Now this fine, I didn't know it had a name, Dylan, but I, I should know it had a name. Everything has a name, but you'll know it and you'll like it, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Uh, it's called the, the Brass Tahonio. And it's raising your fist and slapping your bicep. Like that. Isn't that the fucking the woman one? That woman poster from the 50s? Like well, Women Power? Rosie Riverdale from Level 2. Yeah, I know what you mean. But it's kind of like that. I think she's more showing her bicep. But this one is like actually got the, got the slap involved with it. Um, yeah, very okay. European. Very French. Spain, Italy, that sort of area. I think it's pretty good. It's not bad. It, I think it's a bit aggressive, which, depending on the context, it could be good, could be a bit too much. <laughs> It'd be no good driving, that one, because you got to... No, <laughs> both the... hands are off the wheel then. <laughs> Dangerous. It'd be satisfying, though. Um, this one's called the fig sign, Dylan. It's holding your thumb in between your index and middle finger. It's like not bad. They got your nose. Yeah. That's that's what you and I would know it as. Um, I mean, taking someone's nose, that's pretty pretty hardcore, but I mean if you it's give it back you give it back, it's alright. Hmm. So this is apparently more in Italy, Greece and and previous centuries, a form out of use. Um, still used in Armenia, Japan, Belarus, and many other places. Um, usually it's a, a mild disagreement. It's kinda of like, hey, you haven't done the dishes yet, and you're like, oh, okay, just you throw your hand out to them um but in some places was a big place dylan like japan um it just means sex i'm guessing it's that's what the does? penis that means sex apparently oh the nose yeah no, yeah yeah oh it's the penis going through the vagina yeah right i guess so yeah um next one is called the mouthsa You'll be surprised to know that's from Greek as well. A lot of these are from Greek for some reason. <laughs> didn't realize. Read, aren't they? Didn't realize they were so angry all the time. Greek the show. There. Um, so this is the the Mozart or the Mozart. It consists of extending and spreading all fingers of the hand and presenting the palm towards the face of the person to be insulted with a forward motion. So you just throw on your hand out to them like that and Talk extend to the hand. Out. Well, kind of. Um, in an even more offensive version is it's a double mutsa. So there you go. No, no, no way. That's too much. Too much, you reckon? Do you like that one? Just the, just the hand? No. It's good for me because I got creativity. I got I got long hands. I can get them out. Look at that. It's pretty good, eh? You know what they say? Big hands, big arm. Thank you. It's true in my case. I'm going to this one next, Dylan. I'm going to let um, the very famous and influential philosopher's Smash Mouth describe it. <laughs> she was looking kind of dumb with her finger and her thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. What's that one mean? You start coming. <laughs> they don't stop coming, do they? That's true. It's the loser sign. Big loser. Yeah. Big loser, aren't you? Loser. Again, I think it's kind of ironic and you probably do it to your friends and stuff, but I think the person doing the loser sign is probably just as much of a loser as the person there. If it not to. more so. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's also it's one that's kind of been taken by some different subcultures. It was used a lot in the Glee posters. Do you remember those back in the day in the DVD? And oh, yeah. Replaced so, the L. so apparently the Gleeks sort of use it still to show... The sign of affection or whatever. Um, mm. And in Brazil, there's a, a president, Lula da Silva, and people are like, I'm going to vote for, for Lula, and they got the finger up like that. So there you go. You mentioned just before, talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. Pretty fun. Face don't want to hear it, isn't it? Don't like that. 
Um, what do you mean? <laughs> there, there are different ways of saying that. Yeah, and you said it wrong. <laughs> Damn, wrong foot. Well, to that, Dylan, I'm going to do the Akanbe, which is the Japanese facial gesture indicating sarcasm. It also uses a taunt. It consists of someone pulling down one's lower eyelid to expose the red underside towards someone, accompanied by the person sticking the tongue out, often. Yep. Didn't like doing it, I have to say. It's in a few animes. I, I, think, I think it works better in those. You reckon? Yeah. Better than me just doing it yeah. while I talk to you? Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't like seeing your inside of your mouth or underneath your eyeball. How about that? <laughs> well, it works, I guess, in some ways. <laughs> this one is a classic. It's the jerk-off motion. Fist oh, up like and down. It. Yeah, that one works. Wanker. Yeah. Mm. You're a wanker. Yeah. It's great. Um, I left the last two to what to the best two. Okay. What have I got here, Dylan? <laughs> that <laughs> that's that's too sweet. That's what I know that as. That's from wrestling. But what are you doing as devil horns, mate? Devil horns. Like Rock on, whatever, that sort of thing. Also used to like um ward off the evil eye and evil spirits in some cultures. Very weird though. I never knew this my whole entire life, Dylan. I'm going to tell you now from Wikipedia, so we've got to believe it, okay? In many Mediterra Mediterranean and Latin countries, such as Brazil, Greece, Italy, Portugal, Spain, Mexico, when directed towards someone, pointed upward, and or swiveled back and forth, the sign offensively implies cuckoldry in regards to the targeted oh, wow. individual. How good. Hello, indeed. The cuckold's getting a look in. Someone's got to look out for him, I guess. Well, they uh, love getting a look in, don't they, the old cuckolds? Yeah. It's the whole thing. Well, so the common word for cuckolded in Greek, Italian, Spanish, and Portuguese, um, they all sort of, they're like, conutu, conuto, corno, literally mean horned. So the horned one, doing the horns, you're a cuckold. Oh, good. Sure. Keep that one up your back sleeve, Dylan. Back sleeve. <laughs> what? Not your front sleeve. <laughs> now, I left this one, Dylan. I, I love the name, okay? I'm going to give you the name. I want okay. you to um, describe what you think I'm describing, okay? Cocking a snook. <laughs> Mm. Is that like flopping the wee wee, the weenie? It would. It would Going sound up like and that. down, not helicopter. No, not no, helicopter. Dylan. This is a. This is actually something children do. So it's nothing like that at all. It's also known as thumbings one nose. So it's putting your thumb on and then doing the fingers and mm -hmm. moving up and up and down, basically, yeah, and sort of waving your fingers. Thing, yeah. Mm. It's a sign of derisional okay. contempt. Remember, putting the thumb on the nose, holding the palm open and perpendicular to the face, and wiggling the remaining fingers. It is used mostly by school children, often combined with blowing raspberries. Cock and a snook. Good name, but underwhelming motion. Yeah, you, you want something better for that, don't you? Can't throw cock in there without utilising... The aforementioned tool itself. And then little do we know if the finger is the cock the whole time. So that should be a cock and a snake. <laughs> Anything. So of all those, I think definitely the finger is the king. Of course it's queen, Dylan. <laughs> I've got some nice gestures here too. We mentioned before there's like the peace or the V for victory symbol, Winston Churchill and hippies. Um also known Nixon. as a bunny, can be the bunny ears. Okay. Yeah, Nixon, our boy. Oh yeah, well, friend of the show. Would we say friend of the show? <laughs> In that context, never mentioned before. Wow, what do you mean? I talk. We talk about him all the time. Have you been cutting out every time I've been giving his praises? Yeah, Is I've that cut that segment. I've cut the 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 Dylan appreciation of Richard Nixon hour out of every episode. What? 
It's like half our episode times. <laughs> How long do they run for? No. That one's pretty basic. It's okay. It's yeah. also the kind of thing you do in a picture when you don't know what you're going to do or the bunny ears over someone's head. That's kind of funny, I guess. Good prank. Um, before I, I did a back before, but the shaka, all good. Shaka, bruh. Everything's good. Surf culture, Hawaiian culture. Um, yeah, so the thumb and the smallest finger are out and you just sort of wave them around. Um, hang loose, right on, that sort of thing. That's what it means. It's all good. Mm. The thumbs up. I think that's that's almost going to be the best one. The okay sign with the holding your thumb in f- and pointed together and the rest of them do that. Also, they got him though, upside down. You that's that? yeah, it's a bit, yeah, that's true. You got you get caught looking like at the got him, yeah, you have to get punched. And it's, it's also got that sort of right wing element now, too. The okay symbol, what? Yeah, it's like a symbol, but for the alt right, they all like do it in photos and stuff, and it's like racist. So that's good. Interesting. That's good. Interesting. There you I, go. I think I've left my favorite to the end, though, Dylan, of all the symbols, all the good symbols. The finger guns. And someone's cool. You give him hell finger Shoot guns. Him <laughs> Shoot him again. Love right? It. That's pretty good, hey? Yeah, man. Iconic. Classic. But I think, overall, the thumbs up is the is the, the queen here. So that's what I'll go for. Right. All right. So, yeah, get in touch. Let us know what your favourite rude and, and nice symbols are. We'd love to know. Um, and let, let us know your experiences with, with the finger, the rude finger, the bird. When has it been flipped or you have flipped to others? Tell us, please. We'd love to know. Time. Please get in touch. And then we've got a little segment we have to ramp up the show with normally. What's it called again? It's called Get Amongst It, Lenny. It's where the person who's hosting the show tells the other person and all the listeners something to get amongst. My turn, given it's my episode today. That it is. I'm not going to mention Richard Nixon. Okay. Bad dude. Fine. Fine. What I will mention is a little show on Disney Plus, Star Wars based, plot episodes, at the Rebels. Starting up, it's called Andor. Nice. Okay, <laughs> there we go. Pretty good. Uh, incredible, obviously. Mm-hmm. Come on. Sing its praises. It's earned it. It's earned it. It's a really good show. And Dylan, you, you said you, you went back recently to our Why Does Lonnie Hate Star Wars episode. And we were speaking about how Star Wars was sort of on the downward track. And they were like, the next thing's bloody Andor. This show about a guy no one really has that much affection for. We know it, the end of him because we know he dies in the first movie we saw him in. So what were we even bothering for? And then yeah, apparently I cares, said, right? apparently I very wisely said, look at us talking shit. It's going to be the best one yet. Well, it is. So <laughs> it is far and away too. It's not even close. I think it's, it, it's a Star Wars show for sure. But there's no lightsabers, there's no Jedi's, no um, Skywalkers or anything like that. Which I, I like all that stuff in Star Wars. It's one of the reasons I like it. I like Luke Skywalker and all that. But this is basically it's like a Cold War, like fascist show that just happens to be taking place in the Star Wars universe, right? Absolutely. That's when Star Wars is at its best because that's how it was started. Mm. It's just taking stuff from like old things, like old serials and that. Old B movies, so I think Star Wars is at its best when it's imitating other things and just throwing the Star Wars paint on it. Sure, and, and taking inspiration from real life, which the, the wars and the Empire, Imperials, and whatnot. Um, yeah, yeah, that's all very good. That's very much in the original series. I think at a certain point, and especially the sequel series and, and a lot of the um, extra material. They stopped trying to make really cool shows in the Star Wars universe and they started trying to make really cool Star Wars things, right? Yeah. They sort of got caught up in the, I love Star Wars, let's make some Star Wars rather than, you know what, let's just make something really terrific and get amongst that. Um, interesting structure to the series as well, sort of like three episode arcs all throughout. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, three mini movies, mm, kind of. Basically. Were you wrapped from from the get go? 
I was just sad to you. I think the first episode's the worst, but it's still like a nine out of ten. And then the rest <laughs> of them are just like tense. Like hmm. I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. Once I caught up, I was I was devastated though. <laughs> Weeks. Wow. I I had it all there to watch, but it took me a while because busy time I was you know working lots and I was away and stuff. So I had it spread out over a long period of time. In some ways that was good. In some ways it felt like I was watching it forever, but that's also good. Um, I wasn't I wasn't a huge fan of, of Diego, but in the original Rogue One, I don't like Rogue One really as a movie, but he's terrific in this. He's just brilliant. The supporting cast around him are all great, um, especially Stellan Andy Skarsgård. Stellan, oh my God. On top of his game. Like no one told Stellan he's making a, a silly Star Wars show. Hey, he's <laughs> nah. bringing his A game. For sure. Um, my boy Lonnie, great character name. <laughs> sure. Did yeah. did pull me out of the show a bit though. Just Stellan's there giving this the best monologue of his life. Some of the best writing I've ever seen in the Star Wars property. And he's emphasizing every point with Lonnie. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm watching Stellan. <laughs> I'm captivated, I swear. <laughs> he's made his mind a sunless place. Good stuff. So good. And for me, Dylan, as, as a bit of a, you know, I work, you know, we got corporate jobs, we attend meetings and, you know, we work in that sort of bureaucratic organizations. Just being in those meetings in the, in the fascist workings of the empire, it's like, this is really fascinating. This is the whole machinery behind the stormtroopers that we see in the other movies, you know. Yeah. And boy, could that guy chair a meeting. Wasn't he good at it? The boss. I know. We've really only seen it once. And that was in episode four, New hmm. Hope. Yeah, right. When they're meeting on the Death Star, but we haven't had it since then, really. And it's great. It's fascinating. It's captivating. It's very compelling. Um, Entering just to see people behind the machine. Yeah. And the point is of, you know, we've got these evil space wizards at the top, but the real machinery of the Empire and the real the oppressive, you know, foot down on everybody, pressing everybody, was just this bureaucratic organization where it's like infighting and it's reports it's showing force by making people lives in misery um it's right just maybe depressed in some ways but it was so well done see what was really depressing hmm. when they do a scene with mon mothma presenting at the senate and it's just the opposite of what it was in yeah. the prequels where there's just every seat's filled out in the Senate, everyone's participating, it's organised. When she goes to the Senate in this, when the Empire's in control, there's hardly anyone's turned up. Everyone's just yelling over each other, mm. not even paying attention while she's talking. Very sad how <laughs> democracy's fallen in the Star Wars universe. I know. Point. And and she understands, she's sort of kept there to give the appearance of there being in opposition. She's sort of paying lip service to it. So she's like, well, fuck you guys. I'm going to do something about it behind the scenes. Pretty compelling Starts stuff. Starts the Rebels. Yeah, Great absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. So there's, I think there was originally talk of like five seasons, but they've worked out they're just doing two now. Right? Five is too much. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it was supposed Jeez. to be, it's five years, the five years leading up to him being a Rogue One, they're going to do a series per year. But I think the next, I think it like works fine to do two series, and the next one's going to take sort of all the way up to Rogue One. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, you could have even ended it here. To be honest, you can just hmm. guess the rest of what's happening. But I'll, I'll take a season two if it's as good as this one. Whew. Good stuff, eh? So yeah, thank you very much, Tony Gilroy, and your character Lonnie. Bit weird, but Uncle Tony, Uncle Tone, Uncle Dan was involved as well. Good on him, Uncle Tony, Uncle Dan. Good on him. I think I cut you up before, but Andy Serkis, got any words about him? Mate. Some of his best work. Um, and uh, I'm glad he's getting his due in live action now. Because he's yeah. great. He really is. Um, it was the Weekly Planet Boy said this. Um, obviously, he spent so long in the motion capture world and he's developed like every muscle in his face <laughs> <laughs> for acting. <laughs> and he has. Yeah. And he was good here. Um his ending was so tragic though. What happens to I it? Know. I, I don't want to know. I think that, that's better open ended for me. I don't I don't want to come back next season, but they did it, you know? As he said, no matter what, we made it. 
this time. That's right. You know, they accomplished what they needed to. Yeah. Wow, very good stuff. Very good stuff. Mm. Thank you for making me watch it, Dylan. I don't know if I would have if it wasn't for you. Mate, I watched it on a whim. I knew you'd love it. Because you love uh, good quality things, you know? <laughs> You're one of those. I like things that are good. Shoot me. <laughs> All right, bet. <laughs> no, nah, good on you. <laughs> no, there we go. All right. Given the finger and or some classics of their respective genres today. <laughs> the podcast. For sure. How do we wrap this bloody thing up, Dylan? Well, you tell everyone that we're on the socials because we are mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Oh yeah. Uh, we tell tell everyone that uh, uh, we love them, in love with them. If anything, aren't we? I'm in love with love every listeners. single listener. I want to take every single listener on a romantic journey. Mm. Bit weird of you, mate. You know. Thanks, Mark, for the theme song. <laughs> And do get in Mark touch the man. with Mark the man. And do get in touch with your um, rude finger stories. I'd love to hear them. Oh, Johnny Cash. He's got to be the picture this week, right? For the for the Facebook post. I don't want to preempt yeah. you. You do what you want to do. That's a good one. Good choice, All actually. Right. Well, thank you very much for listening. See you next time. Until then, I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Because again, I Just definitely had the time. I definitely had the time. Just hit it. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.